0: It's the Go Gopher podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 68. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to the podcast. We're talking Golden Gopher and Team USA hockey in this week's Go Gopher podcast, which is truly golden. Former Gopher player Taylor Heise, one of the all-time greats to ever wear the maroon and gold sweater, makes a return trip to the podcast to talk about winning a gold medal at the Women's World Hockey Championships last month, just a month after appearing in the Frozen Four for the Gopher women. Taylor's one of our all-time favorites. I know you'll enjoy hearing from her about being on Team USA, winning the gold, and finding out what's next for her. Our Go for podcast is presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone, and True North M&A serves companies with revenues up to $150 million. You can get a confidential, no-cost, no-obligation business valuation started today. May Make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. We're also glad to have Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union with us on the Go Gopher podcast. Affinity Plus is your local credit union throughout the state of Minnesota. Find out more at affinityplus.org slash Gophers. That's affinityplus.org slash gophers. Affinity Plus is a big-time supporter of gopher hockey, so we thank them for that as well. Our podcast is also presented by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland at We're podcasting episode 68 from the Aquarius Home Services studio. We invite you to subscribe to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to subscribe and free to listen at any time. You can also go back and listen to past podcasts. Last week, for example, we featured Gopher Football Director of Player Personnel Marcus Hendrickson talking about the NFL Draft. It's a must listen. You'll certainly enjoy the inside story of all the Gophers getting their shot at pro football. This week, It's episode 68 of the Go Gopher podcast, and we're talking gold. True gold, as in gold medal winner Taylor Heisey, former Gopher hockey star. My conversation with Taylor is next. I'm Clay Geary, walk-on, turn scholarship wide receiver for Gopher football. And I'm Ben Utec, U of M alumni, Super Bowl champion, and Tony Dungy,
1: Uncommon award winner. We understand championship culture, which is why we're part of the True North family of companies. True North invests in only elite teams, like the champion team at Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. To learn more about True North and our diverse family of independently owned companies, visit truenorthequitypartners.com.
0: Hi Gopher fans, switching is easy, we do it all the time. We switch on lights, we switch TV channels, we switch on the TV, and with the new transfer portal, Some college students even switch colleges, which can seem crazy to us diehard fans. But what's not crazy is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, my agency can switch you over so we can start saving today. My team is ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood and show you it is, in fact, easy to switch and save. When you want the real deal, check us out at champlininsurance.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's episode 68, the Go Gopher podcast, Taylor Heisey, former Gopher star, uh, all Always a gopher, but does it sound weird, Taylor, first of all, to hear me say former gopher star?
1: Yeah, I mean, who would have thought? After five years, they knew it would come. But um, yeah, it definitely sounds a little weird, but obviously um, really excited for my future. And obviously the gophers and being a gopher definitely helped me along the way to make sure my future was paved well.
0: Well, we appreciate you coming on. This is your second appearance on our podcast. Of course, we've had you on our Gopher Talks in the past as well. And, you know, when you score as many goals and win as many games as you have, you get to, you get some of the spotlight. Uh, as we tape this on Tuesday afternoon, um, it was last night, Monday night, the Golden Goldies, the annual kind of Oscar award, Emmy award, Grammy award style uh, honors dinner uh, banquet was uh, was held at the football stadium on campus at the uh, – at Huntington Bank Stadium, and you were one of the big winners. You were Female Athlete of the Year. You were part of the Team of the Year. I think you won the Big Ten Medal of Honor. Did I forget anything? Was that was that pretty nope. much? Yeah.
1: Nope. I think that's good. Well,
0: that, I mean, obviously, we want to talk about the gold medal. And when we set this up a, a week or so ago, um, after your celebration trip to uh, to Mexico, we get we had to get that out of the way. Um, uh, I didn't know that uh, that that the Goldies would would be a big night too. So I got to start with that. How how cool was that last night? It's one of the cool nights uh, for Gopher Athletics, I think.
1: I really like it. I think the Matt Gallows last night, I'm not sure many people know what that is, but obviously, that's super important for the celebrity um but we had our own little met gala um it's really fun and when you get to dress up and outside of like game day clothes where it's very serious um it's super fun for everyone and then you get to see every athlete that's there everyone who shows up at least who doesn't have class um but yeah it was definitely super fun um I was actually on um, like texting my mom um when the first award was announced because I just like I didn't even I didn't know what was going on really I was just telling her what we were doing and all of a sudden I heard my name and I immediately put my phone down and I was like oh my gosh <laughs> so no I'm super honored super proud obviously of the team um obviously we didn't it didn't end the way we wanted to Talked about that before but um it was a great team to be a part of and obviously I think we showed and proved that uh we're one of the best teams to contend with in women's hockey for um gophers so no it was definitely super fun and i love seeing my girls all dressed up and we got a picture so it was was well worth it
0: yeah that picture will all those pictures and for those that don't know the golden goldies as we mentioned like you say it's like a you know a a big banquet style night and it's a chance that um uh the the guys are wearing their suits and some even in tuxes and the stylish Mm -hmm. stuff and then and then uh, all the ladies are dressed up in their formals and various different uh uh, styles all across the board and it's uh it's just awesome to see everybody you know at their best so to speak
1: oh my gosh absolutely i think you don't get to get all of the best athletes including everyone at the u like together so when you get to walk up you get to see people and honestly there's about 50 or so people I'd never seen in my life. So um, very, very fun to like meet new people and see people. Obviously like to see your buddies who like are in season, whether that's golf or other sports like that, or you don't, I don't technically get to see the volleyball girls a ton. So just seeing um, different girls out and about that I look up to too, because there's a lot of really great female and male athletes here. So um, just to see everyone and for people to get awarded for the things that they do. And um, it was just super fun to see. And you could see everyone was having fun. There was a donut wall. Um, I was like the first one to run up there in my heels. I didn't trip, though. So I was super excited about that.
0: The line was way too long. I had to skip it, although it looked delicious. Oh,
1: I ran. Yeah, you were They said it, and I ran.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you're on skates, just like yes. uh, just I, like you're
1: on the I just, just yeah. thought about it. I was like, I
0: gotta go. <laughs> that's awesome. Now we shouldn't just gloss over the Big Ten Medal of Honor because that's a pretty cool award. Obviously, technically, you're a WCHA athlete, but you're at a Big Ten institution, so they they uh, include women's hockey in that. And that that is an award given to just one male and one female athlete at each school. So every year, 14 schools, two athletes. It's only 28 people win that, and it's a combination of factors with academics uh, off the ice in your case uh, community service uh, obviously excellence in performance uh, as an athlete uh, uh, what what was your thought when uh, when you found out you won that
1: yeah honestly i was shocked i like heard my name i didn't really put two and two together to start and then i kind of looked up at the board and obviously anything that says big Ten medal of honor obviously like that stands out stands out to you anyways um i had to look it up afterwards um i don't really remember like hearing too much about it but obviously um it's a prestigious award i read about it um i sent it to my mom she was like oh my god that's so cool um she would have loved to be there my parents love those kind of things um but yeah, it's definitely something that I'm honored for. Obviously, not just the excellence on the ice, but different things. Because obviously, like when you're an athlete, you want to make sure you're making an impact, whether or not that's on or off the ice. And for me, I think our team does a great job of extracurriculars, whether that's going to the Masonic Children's Hospital or um, I was just a little girl who always came to our games. Her mom asked us to come to one of her little birthday parties. So we came to skate with her at Ritter. Just little things like that, where like, you know, it matters more to them than it than you could ever imagine. So I think obviously this award is something that I'm obviously honored to take, but it's just fun to see like the the impacts you have off the ice and and how that's kind of been rewarding for me. Not just like with awards and stuff, but just like seeing people and seeing the smiles on their faces.
0: Yeah, and and just to to, to piggyback off of that in terms of 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 role models, even when you're on the ice and um, you score a goal and you look around and at Ritter Arena, for example, there are little girls. I think each generation right um, gets better. Like like yeah. your your generation of skaters were better than you know girls who were coming in six to 10 years earlier and who knows in 10 years how good the next group so if there's that 10 year old girl in the stands and she's up on the glass and you're up there and she's pounding in 10 years she is the next taylor heisey and maybe even better because of the inspiration that you and your teammates offer uh, offer up right
1: yeah 100 percent. i think obviously my mom has always preached that to me both my parents like I never really got to feel the the love from people who were above me in, in sports and stuff in the hockey realm just because I was not born into that. And, like, we didn't go to a, a lot a lot of games that a lot of people did in my grade at least. Um, but I do remember when I was, like, 12 to 15, I went to all the Gopher games. That's when you're, like, at that awkward phase where you're, like, I don't really need to talk to them. Like, they don't know me. Like, they wouldn't, I would never do that. Yeah. Or, like, when you're a kid, you're more willing to come up to you and be, like, sure. can I have your stick? Yeah. Which, to this day, I think is the most crazy thought and <laughs> question that I've ever gotten. And even in college, and with Team USA, I understand. But with college, I'm like, um, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's just those little things that make me laugh where... Um, You see in the stands where we we do a really good job at Ritter where um, we invite community, little community, either that's U-12s, U-14s, um, whether or not we win or lose after the game, a lot of us will go on the ice, we'll take pictures. There's locker room tours. Um, We do tours after almost every game. So you get out, go see your parents, and you come back, and there's 80 little children in your locker room sitting in your stall. But as much as you want to be like, oh. It's, it's more so just like they want to sit in your soul and they want to take a picture, which for a women's hockey player, uh, you would have never really thought that. I know when I was a kid, I wanted to go to like gopher camps just to see the girls, but – um, women's hockey has been growing and it's something I'm proud to be a part of. And I'm hoping to be a part of that change as well in the future.
0: Last one on last night. Um, so you win a goldie, a personal goldie is female athlete of the year for all of gopher athletics. And there is an actual little statue, a goldie. That's what it's called. And it's yep. a little statue of goldie. So what do you think you'll do with that now that you have it?
1: So this is actually my friend's room because I don't have a, um, Desk in my room. Yeah. Not sure why in my years of college, I don't still have not figured that out. Um, but it's actually sitting next to my window and I have my flowers next to it, but I'll probably bring it home. Uh, my mom does a bunch of stuff with all the awards and trophies. So I'm sure she'll find a spot for the golden goldie. She loved that. <laughs> I sent her a picture of it last night. She loved it. So whatever Amy wants to do with it, I'm going to let her do it. Yeah. Um, but no it's definitely <laughs> cool I think it's awesome the way that it was made it's like just a Goldie standing with his hands behind his back so
0: it's super cool. Yeah that's awesome and for the record we're on Zoom I'm not sitting in the room with you here as we record the podcast <laughs> uh, you, you're at no. your, your place I'm at my place uh, but that's kind of cool uh, that you're in your roommate's room right you said and yep the, the Abigail
1: Berean right she there. is a studious lady so she needs her desk it's got a bun. anything I could need it's in here
0: so <laughs> you've got, got it got taken all. care of. Alright so yeah. you, you you talked about the uh, the heartbreak of that last game up in Duluth in the semifinals. You score a goal early in that game, like what, two minutes in, uh, yep. you're up one nothing, and then Wisconsin goes on this crazy like five-period stretch where they don't give up a goal, right? They end up winning in overtime, they win it all a couple days later, um, and then on top of it, the overtime, probably just enough to gut like it just guts you, right? So yep. you have to deal with that, and then literally 30 days later, they're hanging gold around your neck. How did, how take me through the, the range of emotion in uh, you know a basically a 30-day stretch
1: yeah I would say to start um it was my birthday um the game that we lost so that started off obviously like my my teammates and my my roommate um made it super special for me um and I knew that whether or not we won or lost like it was going to be a day that I won't forget so for me I think I went in with just this confidence that we could do it and, and I still know we could have done it if we would have won um and that's okay obviously coulda shoulda woulda people are going to say but um, I think for us, we were very confident. but And then when I, ha- I scored that goal two or three minutes in, um, that kind of sealed it for me. I was like, okay, we can do this. Cammy Kronich, I'll give it to her. Uh, their goaltender, she's been someone that they haven't been able to rely on in the past. She's um, been their second or third string, and they've been relying on a lot of other people. But I'll give it to her this year. She did a great job, and she shut us out at that last part of the game. And I think, obviously, I think we're more of a veteran team, but we did. We played a little soft, essentially, in, that, in the last portion of the game, I think it's a lot to be somewhere else to be in a hotel room for that long competing and things like that not to make excuses but I think for us it was obviously not the greatest game but I think all of us can take something out of that last game and be really proud of it especially us five senior or six or seven of us seniors and my group is us six so um, and then obviously coming home and taking a few days off but not getting too many days off obviously other girls obviously had a different schedule than me it took three four days uh, got to hang out with the team celebrated a little bit just the season that we had and how proud we were um, and then obviously I was shipped out to Blaine uh, for USA um, pre-camp tryouts and obviously that was something I had been focused on for a really long time i um, really excited that I was there Blaine Minnesota has a lot of different history for me good and bad so I was just excited to be there Gracie Ostrotech was my roommate um, I live with her so it's super fun we were roommates anyways and then obviously I went went on to um, Brampton Ontario um, had a great two weeks there felt like I was away from home for three months, really wasn't, but I got to come home and then actually didn't get to come home. I went straight after winning a gold medal to Mexico and then I had to come home. Yeah. So little a little
0: celebration. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. I've had a great few months. So it, no matter if it's the heartbreak or the wins, obviously I'm more so going to remember how people make you feel. So people on our team that I had at the Gophers, it's something in my last year that I won't forget. It was a given, it wasn't something given. It was something that I was able to take advantage of and not everyone gets to do that. And then obviously, with Team USA, uh, learning from the best of the best and kind of now taking that into what I'm doing, getting back in the gym and on the ice now this week. So, super important, super um, excited to kind of get going and get back to it, I guess.
0: Yeah, just a whirlwind of, of some time yeah. uh, when you think about it. And then uh, along those lines from, from you know winning a medal um, and, and moving on from that, you were on the podcast heading into the Duluth game, which was in the uh, regional final, mm-hmm. just before uh, if you win that, you're into the Frozen Four. If not, then the season's over. And you mentioned even then a little bit that you were, you were seemingly at peace with whatever the outcome, even in that Duluth game, was going to be. Obviously, you had Boy. a hunger to win. You want to win. Um, and now, after it all, are you still in that same mindset that you're at peace? Obviously, you'd love to win the, the, the national mm-hmm. title, but uh, are you at peace with, with all that you you and your teammates accomplished?
1: Absolutely. I think something that I've talked about with my sports psych and my parents and everything, like you got to go into a game knowing that you can be sincerely disappointed if you lose, but you also have to realize that if you put everything into the game that you expected yourself to put into and more, and you know that you gave your full effort, um, You got your shots off. You did what you needed to do. Um, control what you can control. Then at the end of the game, I mean, you can be disappointed because I hate losing more than the next person. More than anyone, really, in my opinion. <laughs> but um, just kind of taking it and, and truly just being grateful for the opportunity. Like for me, these opportunities that I get now, not everyone gets to play college hockey. Not everyone gets to play for the national team. Not everyone gets to play for a gold medal so my opportunities that I get, obviously, even in the gold medal game, like I was nervous, even though I had the best of the best next to me, even though, cause I was playing the best of the best as well. It's just the thought, like when you do get nervous for me, I always bring it back to like, what was I doing at 6am like last week? Or did I get up? Was I shooting pucks? Was I doing the right things? Um, and if I wasn't, then I can be mad and I can be upset that I didn't feel my best. But I think for me, it's, the more at peace. I feel like the older I get, the more at peace I can get with what I'm doing um, just because of the time and effort I've put in. And obviously you can be upset with either teammates or, I don't know, funny bounces. You can be upset with a puck if you want, but it'll go away. And at the end of the day, like I said, it's the, the experiences and the, how, the way people made you feel that are going to, you know, that's what you're gonna be able to tell your kids and things like that. So I'm just grateful that I've been a part of such a great, Few groups, and that they love they love me, and I love them, and it's just people that I can look back to and ask for help if I need in the future too.
0: You mentioned on that last podcast as well with us about um, maybe the chip on the shoulder you carried and not making the Olympic team, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And that that fueled you all the way to the Patty Kazmaier Award the, the following year, and and you know finishing your career off in this fashion. And you mentioned earlier just a few minutes ago, Blaine was you know a, a plus and a negative. So what was it like to get the word that yeah you're on Team USA this time around?
1: Yeah, um, obviously like I had played in the World Championships last August and that was the first round of it, obviously got COVID. It was a very weird situation for me. Um, Still loved it, still had a great time even though we won silver. Like I said, I have some amazing memories in Denmark that I know not a lot of the people can say. Um, So for this way around when I was in Blaine, obviously really focused on not being nervous because like I said, I wasn't happy with how um, I had played or had a good tryout in the last time that I got cut. And obviously I can't be too mad about If I didn't put my, I did put my full effort. Things just didn't go my way. That's fine. Um, but this way around, I think I just wanted to make it pretty known that I was going to make that team, whether or not people were going to give me a good bet for the doubt. I was going to be put on a great line or one that I hadn't played with before, Um, just wanted to make my presence known. And if I didn't make the team, it's obviously not meant to be. But for me this time around, like I had a confidence and not only like a chip, just like this want that I've been there and I've done it. And now I want to win a gold medal. And it's not even like I want to make the team is I want to make the team better. So if that's me being on the team and that's me being a fourth line center, who is going to win on my face off, like that's what I got to do. And whatever team USA is going to bring for me, um, I'm going to make sure that I do everything to the best of my ability that they ask me because i know that they have my best um few, like they want my me to have the best future that i could possibly have alongside them as
0: well and so you make the team, and then there's not a lot of time. There's some players mm-hmm. on that team that have been on Team USA, like Hillary Knight forever. I think she won her ninth, what was it, something like that, ninth gold yeah, medal. Yeah,
1: crazy. Um, scored a hat trick, too. Yeah,
0: exactly, which, which I want to ask you about in a second because you were the, the assister on, on the uh, uh, eventual game-winning goal in that gold medal game, which w- I'm sure that was an awesome experience. But I want to ask you first how, uh, how quickly you had to kind of meld back in because there were some newcomers, there were some old standbys, including some former Gophers like Panic and Stecklin. Line and others. Um, how did that gelling process go to all of a sudden put a team capable of winning the gold medal together in a, in a relatively quick time?
1: Yeah, I think if you ask anyone in a normal basis that you're going to take 46 girls and cut it down to 24 or 23 and then having to compete, instead of competing against each other, you're going to compete against other teams in other countries, I think people would probably say you're crazy. Yeah. And for us, I think anyone who's been to a camp, which is most of us, like, no. I was playing against Hillary one time and I remember like I must have slashed her or something, and she, like, got mad at me. And I was like, oh, I'm like, that's fine. We're playing against each other, and that's exactly how I would play against Marie-Philé-Flein from Canada. So um, I think it's awesome to take a whole week and play against the best, who I know we have the best in our team, um, and then go straight into after either making a team or not making a team, and in my case making it, and knowing that now I do have the best in my team, and I'm able to compete with them and um, learn from them. And I think when I kind of came into Blaine, I knew that I was going to make, like, kind of a little note sheet and kind of see mm-hmm. – what people have that I want to take. um, And that's going to take my game to the next level. And obviously like going off of that and seeing newcomers and obviously seeing the roster and being like, okay, this is what we have. And I'm really excited to make it work. And then going into the next day of practice and kind of, it's kind of being like the first day of school where you're like, Oh boy, here we go. But our coaching staff did a great job and our captains in the leadership group and our team was amazing. And we came together and we, like I said, at the end of the day, figured it out. It was definitely a new experience. And being in Canada where there's five people in the stands that watch you to win. And after we won, there was a Canada chant and then they started booing us so um, and like I've said it in in the past but like silence speaks louder than words so when it was silent in there it was like the best feeling ever for me and I know our team was the same
0: yeah no pun intended silence is golden right and for you guys it was golden that day for sure literally uh, in terms of that what was that like Uh, it was quiet you mentioned but there was a point at which you were up there with your teammates and they put the American flag up there and played the anthem what was that emotion like
1: yeah I was telling my parents I was like I'm sick I could be being a loser like I've been a loser since I was 18 um in my opinion obviously you can take it as you want I've had a great time but um I won three gold medals with, with the U18 team when I was younger and then obviously knowing how amazing it feels to have the American flag on your back seeing your flag up in the stands and then singing the national anthem it's it's one thing you can never imagine I feel like athletes sometimes feel like it's it's nagging when before a game when you do have to sing the national anthem and for us it's every time you hear it that means you won So in a sense, you feel like you're winning and then you realize like what the flag actually means and and kind of in that sense, too. So, um, I mean, it was an amazing opportunity and I'm obviously grateful for for that. And I have all the pictures and videos from it. And I sometimes just go back sometimes, even if not if I'm sad, but like days that are like hard for me or like I'm in the gym and I'm like, my body hurts. It's just easy for me to see that and go back to the moment where. Even like my mom's cam, she took a video in the stands. It's terrible, but like I still love it because you can see us, the flag, us singing the national anthem. So, something I'm for sure gonna be grateful for forever.
0: When the clock hit zero, what was the emotion? Was it? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a few options out. Was there relief? Was there? Just total jubilation, a combination of that, because I could see where there would be varying things given what you have been through, as you mentioned, over mm-hmm. the years.
1: And I think, like, our team, like, coming into the game, we had something on our wall, and it said script. And our coach, um, Reville, he had it flipped around. Because the, the script had been flipped for the past three years for us. Um, so we had it upside down, and he goes, when I walk back in the soccer room after the third, he goes, and we were down, I think, at that point. And he goes, we're going to flip that. And I think after Hillary scored, I think it was – or Like her second goal, and then we were up by one or two. I remember being on the – I think it was the one I wasn't out there for, so I think it was the second one. And I'm on the bench, and me and my two linemates, we're going nuts. We're like, this is the coolest thing ever. And we at that point, I think – we didn't know we were going to win because obviously you don't want to say that. But we're like, okay, we're not we, – you can't let this go. Like we have it. We can't let it go. Yeah, it's 5-3 like, right at home that home.
0: point then. Yes, yeah. yeah.
1: So we're – like our coach is crying on the bench. Like I mean, theres it's emotions all over the place. I think there's like a minute and a half left. Or so, but like when the buzzer went off, I remember being on the bench. It was like 30 seconds left, and I got on the bench with like 20 seconds left. And I'm sitting next to my line mates, and I'm like, "Dude, I'm putting, I'm putting my, I'm putting my foot here. Don't put your hand here. I don't want to cut your hand. Watch out! Like I'm, I'm ready to dive head first on ice right now. So for us, I remember all of us. Someone couldn't get their helmet off. I'm like skating with them to the bench, trying to like get it off so that they could go celebrate too. I mean, there's just so many like fun details and memories that I won't forget. And then obviously hugging every single person, everyone's trying to find someone you're like looking, you're like, who's here. Um, and then obviously looking down the other side of the ice and you know how that feels Yeah. like, it's not like you feel bad, but you know, like, you know how hard that they worked as well to get to where they were at. And like, obviously, uh, we won the end of the deal. So, um, and then obviously for me having the flag on my back like everyone got to have a little chance of that and then everyone had the the cup and you got to go and your parents were taking videos from the stands zooming in um loved it and I got to see my parents right after that and obviously they're my biggest role models in life just because they've done everything they could for me not only then but kind of just instilling in me the the reasons why like I understand how the other side feels and I've been there so I can respect that but also like know how hard I've worked and like how much I deserve to be there with the team that won and, and how much our team deserved it as well.
0: Certainly Minnesota flavor too. We mentioned some former Gophers. There were some teammates of yours. What was that like to share it with, uh, with those guys?
1: Yeah. Um. Obviously being a Gopher for the past five years is something I would never have given up, never would have left to go anywhere else. I never would have even thought of it. So I think for me being there with the girls who were even on the team, that was 46 and all or whatever, 42 and all, whatever that was uh, Lee Kelly, um, like I've played with Danny Cameron in the past, like people who even graduated and gotten out of USA Hockey as well. And then obviously Abby Murphy was my roommate for two, two two and a half weeks. So we had a great time. Uh, we both did our homework together. We did everything together. We walked to Tim Hortons in the morning. Um, she was there with me. We both did treats, no treats for Lent. So we we did it all together. And I think just being a part of such an amazing team, but also seeing like BC got their picture gophers got their picture after the game with like the the trophy and everything like that and kind of seeing um, the role models I had as a kid that I still get to look up to today is really awesome and obviously if I have, ever have a question I can go up to them and like this morning I saw Lee in the gym gave her a big hug um, just people like that where I would have never thought I would have been As good of friends as I am with them today um, and truly get to learn from them and and get to see, like, who knows, with me maybe getting a big girl job, you know, professional hockey and stuff, I'm going to have lots of questions since I'm a young kid. So there are always people I can go to and feel comfortable with talking, so.
0: Um, I too wanted to ask you to go back because we've talked in the past about your family is, is mostly a basketball family. And that day in Duluth, I remember seeing you after the game. Your your brother was in a sub-state game that day, a chance to go to state, and, and they also got like a buzzer beater, right?
1: Yep. Um, so when we got to Duluth, I was watching it. We had just gone back from um, a banquet, I believe. And I was still in my dress because Frosty had just like brought – us something to our rooms, like a cookie or something from boosters or something. And I was screaming and he like knocked on the door and I'm like, are you kidding me? So literally with like two seconds left, they're playing defense, they inbound the ball. And this kid just throws up a three, had like two points all game, throws up a three, it goes in, they lose on, on the buzzer. And obviously like, I know that feeling I've done in, uh, in high school, I've seen it in college. It happened like multiple times and obviously he worked his butt off and I'm really excited to see him reap the benefits of that at upper Iowa. So um, it's definitely hard, but for, for them to work as hard as they do. And I know both my brothers are going to be playing there. um, One in upper Iowa, one in Northern Iowa, um, very similar, but kind of far away. Honestly, I I looked at, I thought they were closer than they were, um, but yeah, they're both great. And obviously my parents, I think it was when we played Duluth to get to the frozen four My brother had a game, section game, down in Rochester, so my dad came to my game, and he stayed most of the whole time. My grandpa came, and my mom, after the first period, drove all the way down to Rochester, which is probably a good hour and 45 minutes, to see my brother play, and and they ended up winning. So um, my parents have done a lot and sacrificed a lot for my family, and obviously now they're going to be empty nesters, so they're just going to be traveling to all the games, and they're going to love it. So we have an RV. They have already decided they're going to RV trip places. So. I don't know. Maybe I'll get to go with them.
0: They'll have uh, Fayette and Cedar Falls on their uh, GPS, right? To uh, to go see some of those games. Um, We talked about the former Gophers. I got to ask you, too, about what it was like to also be on the same team with probably some of the players. Well, think about this Caroline Harvey, right? Wins. That game against you guys, and now oh, she's yeah. your teammate. What was what was that like to have to? I mean, I say have to because ultimately you guys end up sharing this gold medal winning moment. But what's that like playing against? Uh, and Hillary Knight, who you know was before your time, but she's scored now literally a hundred plus goals in in mm-hmm. international competition. Now you got Badgers that you're intermingling with, playing on the same team. What was that like?
1: Usually, it's not a problem because like, well, it's usually an equal year. They hadn't won in a little bit, whatever. But I remember getting there and me, Zum and Murphy we were like, Hmm, this is fun. <laughs> but it's just like they, they understand it because they get it. They're very respectful and everything. And like KK Harvey is like one of the nicest girls. So like when after we lost, like I know I know how good of a person she is and how good of a family she comes from. So other people probably had different thoughts and different words um after the game than I did. But um obviously like Lacey Eden is a great player, she was on the team too. Um, Nicole and Britta Curl. They're all people that I do respect. Obviously, I wanted to be in their shoes. After the game, I remember going up to Lacey being like, but how does it feel to be a national champion and a world champion? And she goes, feels great. And I go, I'm glad I can live through you. <laughs> um, just like they're super respectful. And obviously, like when you're on the ice with them and, and playing with them, it's a totally different realm. And obviously, I'm out of the college realm now. So I can respect and understand how hard they put in their work to do it as well. But I also like they know I'm like, You guys know it sucked. And they're like, yeah, 100%. I go, well, I'm just glad you did it. Like, if you beat us, you might as well win the whole thing. So – um, obviously, they're great, great kids, and um they reap the benefits of it, but obviously it's something I would have loved to do., yeah. but it's okay. Obviously, there's other opportunities in the future for things like that.
0: Well, and so I wanted to ask you too about the uh, the the goal that uh, it was three three. So you guys were mm-hmm. were up one, nothing, and then down two, one, tied two, two, yep. down three, two in the yep. gold medal game now we're talking in Canada for the world championships. And then uh, tied three, three. You're on the ice, uh, take us through the the go ahead goal, which was eventually that was the the difference maker.
1: Yeah, I believe it was on the power play. Um, and Abby Rock it's me, Abby Rock and Hillary at the top. We're like it was a five on three, maybe? Or we I think pulled it was the bully.
0: A, I think it Honestly,
1: Yeah. I don't know. To be honest, because I haven't watched it back yet because I feel like I'm just living in the moment and loving yeah. what happens. So I'm not gonna pick it apart yet. Um but yeah, i remember i got it through we have a play that we do i got it through and i don't think i think the first time i got a shot off and i was like oh, i'm not gonna i think they're kind of crowding my side so i gave it back to hillary and i remember she winded up as though she was gonna take a slap shot and i was like hillary like this is new and obviously i'm watching and i'm like oh my god that just went in and there's a picture of me i'm jumping i was like yes. i was tell my parents i get ripped from my vertical because obviously being a part of a basketball family being a hockey player. I got my boots in the sand and that's okay. Cause it's just not one of my benefits of, I don't know, being a hockey player, but I remember I, there's this picture of me jumping and fully grabbing Hillary. And I was like, so excited. Cause at that point I knew, I knew that we had, it. and I think I knew we had it before, but um, at that point, like I knew and I'm so happy for her because she's someone who has put in so much work and not necessarily. And, and I think this is weird because she gets so much press and so much amazing, like things that happen to her. But I, like for her to be the star, like I've been like watching her forever and she deserves more more than I, deserves it more than anyone I've ever seen. So I was so happy for her and just happy for our team. And she's obviously someone I've been able to play with and someone that I learned from and, and get to hang out with now every day, which is something I would have never imagined
0: it's amazing. when I was a child.
1: So it and, is, it really is. And, and it, I'm very grateful.
0: I believe if I looked it up right. So that goal is not only the game winning goal, the eventual game winning goal, I believe it was, that was her 100th. That goal itself was her 100th yeah. international goal. So you have your name so. next to that as the assister yeah. on that, huh?
1: I know, no, she's definitely, um, she can make something out of nothing. So either way, whether I was there or not, I think she would put the puck in the back of the net. But yeah, definitely someone I get to look up to and get to get to see every day. And obviously she's someone who is like super stoic, like even after it happens, because she just wants the whole game. And she's, not, she's a stoic leader and she keeps herself very um, at peace, but also very like not too high, not too low. And that's what I respect about her. So I remember she scored that we got back to the bench and she was like, Super, was like nothing. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, we got the, um, we call ourselves the ch- the children, the kids, yeah. me, Lacey Eden, um KK Harvey, Tessa Janicky, Bilka, like all of us. And we're like dying on the bench. We're like, oh my God, guys, this is awesome. And she's behind us. She's like, all right, let's focus. And we're like, okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to be excited, but I'm also going to focus. So we're just going to do a little bit of ball.
0: That's amazing. Uh, Let me read a real quick commercial here for our sponsor, and then I want to ask you about uh, your future and and where you're at (laughs) now and what's going on. Uh, First of all, we want to thank Affinity Plus. They've been longtime Gopher supporters, including Gopher Hockey, men's and women's, and they are your local credit union, proudly serving Minnesota since 1930. If you're a current Gopher student or a proud Gopher alum, you are eligible to join this financial that wants to build a meaningful banking relationship and put you first, you You can meet with a local employee at any of their branches statewide, including one right near campus in Minneapolis. You can learn more or find other ways to connect. Go to affinityplus.org slash go gophers. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. So you have, by the way, where is the medal? What do you, how do you, I asked you where the Goldie was now. Uh, Is the medal like in a safe spot someplace?
1: Yeah, so I'm not going to share that. Yeah, I know, right. it's at home. Okay. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. It's at home. I don't. And if I do camps in the summer, I'll come up and get it. But um, I try to keep it at home with all my other goods where I'm hoping my parents can protect anything that were to happen. So, yeah. no, it's wonderful. It's at home. Um, everyone's super intrigued at how heavy it is. Like I notice that they seem
0: now. bigger than normal, too. When yeah. I see, Right?
1: When I got my U18 one, it was like decent size, but like this one's like the size of your palm and I have big hands. So like probably the size of my palm and obviously I've, I've held an Olympic medal before. It's definitely a little less than that, but it's heavy. And when it was around our neck, like all night, I was kind of like, Oh, this is kind of hurting the back of my neck. (laughs) But yeah, it's that I have my USA Jersey in my room. Um, always like to look at it just in the mornings when I wake up, get up early, anything like that. I just love to, to see it and, and kind of realize why I do what I do. So yeah.
0: Awesome. All right. So let's talk about what you're up to now. Uh, still part of training. You mentioned you're seeing uh, some of these players every day. So what what is what is the near term for for you?
1: Yeah, normal day for me, obviously, in May, it's it's a little bit of uh, a different schedule since we have a lot of girls on vacation for Team USA and stuff like taking their own time, which as they deserve. I went to Mexico. I just had to do it during kind of a downtime for school. Because now it's finals, so obviously it's a little harder. But yeah. but I would say normal day for me in May. It's it's mostly just training by myself. So I go into the gym with Cal, Adits. Obviously he's the U of M trainer and the USA trainer both. Um, go in there see both the men's team, the women's team, pros, both men and women in the pros, which is awesome. Today I saw a few people that I hadn't seen and that I just watched play in the stand, like in the, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So um, just people I get to get to meet and get to see, get to go in in the morning, do that, and then I go and skate a little bit either on ritter by myself or with other people who ever want to come out. I love the sun. I, anyone who knows me knows I love to sit, I sit outside, read a book. I'm finishing my final. So I did a little bit of that today and then, um, either on a walk, me and my roommates like to rollerblade. So anything that comes to that, but normally I think in the future, hoping to play pro and kind of seeing where that takes me. Obviously I don't have a ton of um, information on that right now, but um really excited for what it holds. I think I've always been scared of uncertainty and i feel like right now i'm just kind of accepting it and realizing that's a part of the big girl life so hoping that um those things work out for me but yeah i'm super excited to be able to continue with team usa and obviously hold close my years of the gophers come back support the girls who gave me all their all their time and energy this year and supported me through it all so just really excited and, and happy for what's to come even though i don't really know what that entails so much as right now but Super excited!
0: Yeah, and and I'm 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 not sure either. Maybe you can uh, help enlighten. So you're you were on the team USA. Is that roster then uh, fluid, or are you on the team USA roster now and training with those uh, women as well, or or how, how does that work now? If you want yeah. more competition in the future and looking with an eye down the road to potentially maybe the next Olympics and all of that.
1: Yes, that's a great question. Um, it's definitely fluid. Uh, I think USA hockey does a great job with keeping people humble and knowing that your spot's always replaceable. Um, I think for something that happened was this year when we went to Worlds, Canada had already picked their team and they didn't have, even have like a pre-camp or choosing anyone. So that was something we took um, to heart, just knowing that they thought that their team was better um, suited already without a tryout. So for us, we do tryouts almost every single time. This summer though, after making the Worlds team, obviously, um, I got the invite to doing some USA hockey stuff that we set up. So one of the captains will set it up or people who are in Minnesota. Uh, We do some skates and stuff in the summer. I do my own skates as well. And then there'll be a camp in August invites. haven't gone out for that yet, but hoping obviously I were to get one. And that's just kind of like a little tryout camp in, in New York. So anything I can do now until then, obviously, is for that. So that's kind of what I'll be training for, and obviously just for my own personal good as well.
0: Yeah, and, and when you're at a stage where you're at, where you have accomplished a lot, you've done everything, are there things you can still work on to get better still, or can you? are you still able to skate faster or get stronger, or are you more of a maintaining what you what you have now?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're never going to, there's always someone better and I have better people than me on my team too. So just being able to train with people who I know at this point, it's hard to say like your own little niche. Um, I was just on the phone with my dad and we were talking about little things that he's like, I just rewatched the championship game. Like we should watch it together. We can take some things out of it. I was like, sure, whatever you want to do, I guess. Um, but it's, it's definitely something where you want to continue to hold all the things that make you special and the things that I think are my best assets, but also need to look interiorly and kind of see like what things you need to work on. And obviously that's something that I've been really trying to work on. Obviously I think athletes, whether or not you want to say so, like, you're just you're built with confidence and when people try to critique or things like that it's it's sometimes hard to take it but as you grow up you realize like that's life and i think for me right now um i haven't gotten on a call with uh usa coach yet about like just some things to work on from worlds but i'm really excited for that i love i love to hear the things that i can get better at and the things that obviously are going to make me better and i want to obviously be better than i am in the past camps every camp i want to go to every world i want to go to i want to be better that's hard to say when you get older because, you know, getting to the gym and getting up early in the morning is getting harder. Um, but, yeah, I think for me, i um, obviously going to make a list of things I want to work on and, and get better at this summer. Um, but just really excited that I get to do with my buddies and get to hang out with girls who have the same, obviously, perspective on hockey than I do. So, yeah. Um, yeah, excited to see that, and and hopefully uh, with Caldeas as a, a strength trainer, like it's it's easy. He makes my job easy. He gives me what I need to do, and he hasn't let me down one time in the years I've been training with him since I was 18. So, um, hoping that he helps me with that, and and then we'll see where I get. Two on the ice, myself and whoever I'm training with.
0: Yeah, he's awesome. He got some TV time too. On if you haven't rewatched, he got a little TV time uh, yeah. during that gold medal broadcast, also, and then he was on the ice afterwards. So that's pretty cool. So um, he is the strength and conditioning coach. For those who don't know, as as uh, Taylor mentioned, um, wh- for for a hockey player, what is a what is a strength? Uh, I suppose it varies by position and different things. I remember we had uh, Skylar on, and she said she would do different uh, strength drills uh, than maybe what the forwards or the defenders would would
1: have yeah it's, it's interesting um with cal unlike almost any other university in my opinion we get specialized workouts um not necessarily your position in hockey more so what you need to work on we do drills on the ice where he can tell like if you need speed power isometric Concentric concentric training. Um, it's crazy. I don't know how that works. I don't know how his brain works. I just trust in I trust in Cal. That's what I say. I trust in Cal. I put my trust in Cal all the time. Um, but yeah, he I definitely tell him like I think this summer I wanna continue with where I'm at weight wise as well as because that's just how I felt the best. And and he knows exactly what to do. But for us, like I'm in the gym for an hour and 15 minutes at a time. It's and you're going through it and you're not stopping. It's very like, go, go, go. And we have interns in the gym. So whenever I have a question, we do that. But I don't think people would understand the things we do. Like even me reading the sheet of what I'm doing, I understand why it's good for me. But I also like don't understand how it connects in a sense. Finger down, shoulder up, like crazy things you would never think. But then you think about it and you're like, okay, I hold my stick with this arm. Like it makes sense when you put two and two together. But yeah, he does a great job. And obviously he knows uh, when you're not feeling your best. So he's like, okay, take a day off. Like do what you need to do, just bike today. So he does a good job. And I think as we get older, females as well, it's really really interesting to like listen to your body and know like what you need and sometimes it's just a walk like yeah. not even doing anything during the day just to walk and he gets it so he's not one to judge and he's someone to joke with he loves like in the morning he'll slap me on the back he'd be like all right let's go kill her get get on the line and i'm like Cal, get on the line with me then. But like he's done his work, so he doesn't need to prove it to me. Yeah. But yeah, he's awesome, and obviously I've reaped the benefits of, of being able to train under him, and I feel like that's half the reason why I'm the player I am at this point. Because I was a scrawny little girl when I came into college, and now I'm someone a force to be reckoned with, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. No. No question. The record speaks for itself. There's no doubt about that. Uh, last couple before you mentioned pro hockey uh, as well, and certainly now you can you you know do both where you're playing pro hockey and. And part of team USA and whatever else. Um, and forgive me for not knowing this, but is there, has, has there been a draft or will there be a draft or how do you, how does the future in hold in store for players your age now that are just coming out of college?
1: Yeah. So there's two different pro leagues right now. Um, one of them, obviously Minnesota is the Whitecaps is the PHF and there's another league that, um, also exists, the PWHPA. Um, so there's two different ones, the PWHPA, the PDAB, Sorry, I'm getting these mixed up. The PHF, which is the Cap League, they have already had a draft, so they get there's drafts every year. The PWHPA, they're more so a recent league, so like their draft seemingly will hopefully be semi-soon, and they're not sure what it's going to fully look like. But um, for that, it's kind of up in the air. But yeah, you can choose whatever you want. Obviously, you want to either get drafted by one or the other, so I guess we'll see where that, that leads me. And then obviously... Certain ones don't quite know what it's going to look like yet, so I'm just kind of trying to take the summer and just enjoy my last time in Minneapolis or wherever I'm going to live, wherever I'm going to be. Um, enjoy my time living with my buddies until August, because obviously that's when the lease ends. So, yeah. um, and I live with them with four years, so it's going to be very weird when I don't get to live with them anymore.
0: Yeah, and so then from from that, have you? So did were you drafted in the other league, or is that coming up?
1: So it hasn't. Sorry, it hasn't. Oh, it hasn't, been hasn't. Drafted. Okay, got you. There's like I think they're in free agency time right now like there, there's people switching teams and things like yeah. that i feel like the draft will be in uh september maybe august gotcha i'm so it kind of i think you kind of get to Decide what one you want to be a part of essentially yep. when more things come out about both leagues I think there'll be more information here in the next month
0: so you're, you're so, in a little limbo at this point just kind of waiting yeah. and seeing yeah gotcha like Perfect.
1: I said my life is completely all over the place but I'm kind of loving it right now sitting
0: so. out in the sun reading a book you can't beat that
1: exactly yeah no doubt speaking in the sun the Minnesota sun where the wind's like 80 miles an hour like it has been this week it's yeah, crazy you're
0: getting wind burn, not sunburn. yeah you're literally today, no doubt well as always we sure appreciate your time uh, you're always awesome to come on the podcast. Some great stories. Congratulations. I was so happy to, to one, see you uh, get that game-winning assist and to win that gold medal. It was was so sweet.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: All right. Sounds good. There she is, Taylor Heisey. It's Episode 68, the Go Gopher Podcast. I hope you enjoyed hearing from gold medalist Taylor Heisey, who we're thrilled would share her Team USA story with us on the Go Gopher Podcast. The Go Gopher Podcast Episode 68 is presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're buying or selling a business, visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. We're also partnered with Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, a locally member-owned full-service financial invested in you. You can learn more at affinityplus.org slash gophers. They have a top-ranked mobile app. We're also brought to you by State Farm agent, Tony Hoagland. Again, I'd invite you to listen to past podcasts. And right now, be sure to click the subscribe button to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to subscribe and free to listen. And also share the link to the podcast with others so they can subscribe and listen as well. We'll talk again next week.